Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is restlessly resourceful, rewardingly resplendent, and reliantly reactionary. I'm Lisa. And I am Lindsay. Each week, we pick the best and the worst of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and you listeners. Then, you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more information about how you can do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, let's hit the recap and poll results from last week's episode. Lisa, the poll results are in for women's fashion trends, current women's fashion trends. Um, Would you like to hear these results? I really don't care about them, but you can tell me if you'd like. (laughs) Um, I can't believe you haven't commented on my freshly crocheted dress that I'm wearing for the record today. Um, I honestly can't tell because it's (laughs) pixelated, but I am sure that it's comfortable and you look beautiful. (laughs) In the garbage showdown. Between my garbage of the high-waisted mom jeans Mm -hmm. and crop top Mm -hmm. versus your garbage choice of crochet, Mm -hmm. I do win. Mm -hmm. I do win garbage. Mm -hmm. We are a people who like crochet, apparently. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then in the gold showdown between my gold of the puffed sleeve and your gold choice of polka dots... Mm -hmm. You do win. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, you do win. Nice. So, not a lot of Anne Shirley fans in the <laughs> podcast I'm very sorry. I'm very audience. Sorry. It's okay. I love her. That's right. And I love a puffed sleeve. There so, yes. Perfect. Yep. There we go. Perfect. So, Lisa, do you have some listener comments you would like to share? I do. It's not related to fashion trends, but it was in the last week. Um, Trevor G is me on Twitter said, had a blast with the appetizers episode. And after his vote, he said, if you don't like queso, I don't trust you. And I really feel that in my soul. So thank you, mm. Trevor G. I, I feel that. <laughs> What's your listener comment this week? Uh, so my listener comment is, does not come from social media, but someone in my life oh! had to have, had to have some dental work done this week. And they apparently now, when you have major dental work done, you can listen to something in your headphones. And so they listened to garbage and gold while they had their dental procedure done. Aww. And while it did not mess, make the dental procedure any less awful, yeah, it, doesn't. it did help with the coping Aww. of being in the dentist. So Yay! if you are going in for some dentistry yeah. and you have the option, we are very fun to listen to while you're at the dentist. Yeah, absolutely. Apparently. Apparently. Thank you. That's so fun. Any other comments, things, and anything? No, anything? I got nothing. Okay. Great, let's get on to the show. Lisa, our topic for today is, you know, a topic I just can't wait to discuss. (laughs) I have been so excited about this for so long, and I definitely didn't fight it. And uh, I know that you are hesitant about doing it because you just don't know how you feel about the topic today. But, you know, you're a champ. And you're a team player, and so you're you're coming in strong to to try to do the garbage and gold of Batman villains. I 
I'm so excited. Like my You're body, literally shaking. I am. I, can I was going to say, I'm like, I, I am not sitting still. I'm so excited. I have, I have right been now. stalling for, for non-Patreon listeners. I have been stalling for the last like eight minutes. Not enough. To not get enough. to this point. Not enough. Trying to like hopefully calm her down. And no. there is no calming her down, y'all. She is, she is ready shan't. to roll. I shan't be calm. So right now, how I'm, how I'm sitting when I'm recording is I'm, you know, facing the computer screen on the wall above it. I have a Batman picture, a picture that has several of the DC Universe characters and then Wonder Woman. I have Batman comics um, and graphic novels on my bookshelf to my right. I have a Batman tattoo on my arm. Yeah, I'm real, real into Batman. So this is... Well, I'm sitting here recording looking at a crucifix because I care about my (laughs) Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I worship at the altar of Batman. That's where I'm at. So I don't know what to tell you. Let me presents to you my five-hour Batman love manifesto that I've been working on since eighth grade. No, okay. Okay, I would just like the listeners to know, we just finished recording the Harry Potter Houses episode for Patreon. for Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com slash garbagegoldpod. Yep, that's the thing. Um, Which you should go to Patreon and you should support us Patreon because it is some fun content over there. But um, on a scale of one to ten, how much I care about Harry Potter Houses, uh, I don't know how many times I said I don't care <laughs> in the record, but it was a lot. Um, and now we're doing Batman villains. And oh. so I'm, I am, I am as salty as I've ever been going into a record. Oh, I'm so happy. <sighs> I'm so happy. So I can't wait, Lisa, to hear all this wonderful research that you have for yes! us. Okay, if you would, just real quick, side note, if you would like to hear our previous episodes on villains, we have two of them. We've done movie villains, that was episode four, and we've done animated Disney villains, that was episode 20. So we've done villains a couple times because we like bad guys. So Batman first appeared in DC, so Detective Comics, number 27 in 1939. He was created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Batman is the secret identity of Bruce Wayne. He witnessed the murder of his parents as a child, and he leads, which leads him to train himself to physical and intellectual perfection, and he puts on a bat-themed costume in order to fight crime. Batman operates in Gotham City, assisted by various supporting characters like his sidekick Robin and his butler Alfred Pennyworth, and he fights an assortment of villains. Um, and they all kind of have character roots in like pulp magazines. So they're usually really kind of outlandish and ridiculous and ridiculous and whatever. So unlike most superheroes, he does not possess any superpowers. He makes use of his intellect, detective skills, science, technology, wealth, physical prowess and intimidation in his war on crime. Why Batman is the best and therefore needs the best villains. Batman is super intelligent. He has an IQ of 192. He's a detective. He has a photographic, or some even say better than photographic, memory. He knows 127 martial arts styles. There is nothing better than a photographic memory. Well, what is better than a photographic memory? I don't a photographic know. memory reca- like recalls everything. I don't know. Batman's is better. This is a ridiculous statement. Read about it. He knows over 23 languages. And Batman is a man of principles who believes that everyone in this universe can be changed and they all deserve a chance. He does not kill people. And finally, what makes Batman the best and why we see Batman remade constantly is that Batman is is human. a moneymaker. He's human because he's human. It's a big moneymaker. It is a big moneymaker because he is human. He is a human 
No, the reason that Batman keeps coming around is because it's a moneymaker, Yeah, Lisa. but why him instead of, like, Aquaman or Superman or, I was going to say Spider-Man, but they remake Spider-Man all the freaking time. I first fell in love with Batman through Batman the Animated Series, which was created by Paul Dini, Bruce Timm, and Mitch Bryan. TV Guide ranked it the seventh greatest cartoon of all time. IGN lists it as the best adaptation of Batman anywhere outside of the comics and the best comic book TV show of all time and the best animated series of all time after The Simpsons. Our classic rogues, I think, is what we're going to be drawing on today. There's a ton of Batman villains, obviously, because there's a ton of Batman from 1939. So he's been around a minute. It's almost 100 years of Batman. So there's a lot of villains. But we're kind of drawing on the classic rogues who would include, but are not limited to, Bane, Catwoman, Clayface, Harley Quinn, Hugo Strange, Joker, Killer Croc, Mad Hatter, Mr. Freeze, Penguin, Poison Ivy, Ra's al Ghul, Riddler, Scarecrow, Two-Faced, and Ventriloquist. And a main reason why many say Batman villains are the best villains is because they also largely have no superpowers. They're human, like Batman and like us. (laughs) Thus concludes my research. So, Lindsay, who is your garbage Batman villain? Who is the, the least wonderful Batman villain? Um, I would like everyone to know that because I knew that there were lots of people who were going to be very passionate about this, including yourself. Yes. I have done more work on this episode. Like, there are final exams that I have taken in education <laughs> that have had less time spent on them I'm than so this excited. episode. I'm so excited. What was What is difficult about Batman, besides the fact that... Batman, I mean, is Batman the best of the DC comic heroes? Yes. Are DC comic heroes still not quite as good as Marvel? Yes. No. I'm going to say it into a microphone. That's fine. Um, I prefer Marvel. Marvel Uh, movies are definitely better, but the DC universe has better heroes and villains, but it's okay. Here, no, no, no. Here's the thing about DC. And this is why DC movies are not as good as Marvel movies, because DC backstories are so convoluted and weird it is difficult to put quickly into a movie that is the Lindsay take on dc comics anyway um there are so many batman villains lisa's dying inside and it's, I, it's my really favorite. hard for me because it has to do with the fact that dc piecemealed out their rights and didn't have it under a common umbrella like marvel did anyway go on there are so many batman villains like so 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 many and there are so many obscure ones with la- lame names and premises. So I'm just going to read to you the the honorable mention list of garbage Batman villains. Okay. Buckle up. Okay. Kite Man. Mm-hmm. Ten-eyed man whose eyes go on his his fingers. Ooh, that's creepy. Crazy quilt. Mm-hmm. Crazy quilt. Mm-hmm. Crazy quilt yeah. is a villain. Egghead, clue master, uh-huh. and calendar man yeah and so i will just say this as a non-comic book person and as a non-comic person this list of villains is why people struggle with comics because this is ridiculous (laughs) but my actual garbage um i decided to pick from things that i have actually seen and experienced sure so my actual garbage batman villain choice Mm -hmm. Is 
Two-Face from specifically Batman Forever as played by Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. Um, do not come at me with how good Aaron Eckhart was in, in the Christopher Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. But if you back up to Batman Forever, mm-hmm. which is a difficult movie for a lot of reasons, <laughs> um, Tommy Lee Jones's portrayal of Two-Face is what yeah. we are talking about today. So in this movie, Two-Face and Riddler are teamed up against Batman, Val Kilmer's mm-hmm. Batman. Um, and so Riddler is played by none other than Jim Carrey. So you have mm-hmm. Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones teaming up to defeat Batman. Two-Face uh, was once an uh, upstanding Gotham City District attorney named Harvey Dent, who is hideously scarred on the left side of his face after a mob boss throws acid on him during a trial. So he subsequently goes insane because that's what happens when pretty people are no longer pretty. They go insane. And he adopts the Two-Face persona Mm -hmm. who and becomes a criminal obsessed with the number two, which the 12-year-old boy in me just laughs at the number Number two. two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He also becomes obsessed with the concept of duality and the conflict between good and evil. And he obsessively makes all important decisions by flipping his former lucky charm, a two headed coin, which was damaged on the one side by acid as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I would tell you the plot of Batman forever, but I don't know what it is. (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) I didn't love it. Nicole Kidman's in it. That's great. It's so campy. They took like Mm -hmm. every, everything they could and just like crammed it in to make money Mm -hmm. on it. It does have Kissed by Rose on it from, by Mm -hmm. Seal. So that was exciting. Big album, Batman Forever. I would say, I agree. Tommy Lee Jones' portrayal of Two-Face is real bad. Not as bad as, and I love it. He's an honorable mention for my gold, but Mr. Freeze uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze makes me want to mm. like burn every copy of that film. It's such a travesty because yeah. he's such a cool character and they made it so awful. But they did the same thing with Two Face yeah. to a lesser degree. Yeah. They were convinced that the movie before Batman Forever, I don't remember which one it was, was that that it wasn't as successful because it was too violent and too dark mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. they they intentionally made this one funnier yeah. um which is fine except batman batman is a character that is at night and fighting bad guys and so there is a darkness in this universe that you just need to like accept yes the reasons why tommy lee jones's portrayal of two-face are so bad is the dang coin so in this movie he is foiled by batman and his loose change like (laughs) two-face has batman cornered he is he is able to take care of his nemesis, but he has to flip the dang coin and Batman just empties his pockets and throws those in the air too. And suddenly Batman has the upper hand again. I'm sorry. Keep your coin in your pocket. You are a villain. You know what you should do. Mm -hmm. You fight Batman all the time. Mm -hmm. If you have the opportunity, take Batman out. Mm -hmm. Second reason. (laughs) I like how passionate you're getting about it. I'm super into it. Maybe I'll get passion votes this time. Maybe. I won't. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other, the, uh, another reason why, uh, this portrayal is, of Two-Face is particularly bad is the original characteristics of Two-Face go away. So Two-Face is a yep. very multidimensional, tortured, 
evil character. Mm-hmm. That is not how he is portrayed or written in this movie. Right. Um, he, and they actually make a lot of critics say they really tried to make Two-Face into a Joker-like character. They did. But, but Two-Face is not the Joker. And if right. you want the Joker, write in the Joker. Um, and then my last reason why this is, uh, the worst of Batman villains is, um, the character doesn't have a lot to do. Now, mm-hmm. when you put Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones next to each other, Tommy Lee Jones just seems slow yes. and boring and not yes. good. Tommy Lee Jones is a great actor. Look mm-hmm. at him in Men in Black. Look yeah. at him in The Fugitive. Look at him in The Client. Or even, did you ever watch the Lonesome Dove miniseries? Oh my he is god, so yes. Good. Lindsay, I have watched that so many times I can hardly stand it. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Tommy Lee Jones, so good in that miniseries. Yes. He he is an actor who exists for close-ups and, and subtlety and mm. this is not his thing. Right. It's the worst possible casting right. of any movie possibly ever and that is why tommy lee jones's two-face from batman forever is the garbagest batman villain yes yes and that is one of the reasons why i prefaced the research with saying my heart and soul of batman is rooted in batman the animated series because it is a it's the darker look at batman like i mean it's a kid's show and it's an animated show but it's like real heavy there's a lot of really heavy things going on there because like you said like yeah Gotham is not a good place on a right good day. It's still terrible. Right. And I think right. that's why <laughs> that would be my explanation for why you have so many little piddly villains like Calendar Man and Ten-Eyed Man. Because even when the all the baddies, all the big ones, are locked up in Arkham, there's still these low-level petty losers crawling right. the streets because Gotham is that sick. So anyway, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones was the worst for that role. The portrayal of yeah. Two-Face was just garbage because he is like a deeply complicated character and I yeah. feel like it's easy to minimize it into this caricature and that's what they did. For sure. And and Two-Face he needs time. He needs like time to unpack. Like you he's need not to just see a... him become it, which is why it worked yeah. in the in the Nolan series is because yeah. you saw him before. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lisa, that was my garbage. Yeah. What is your garbage? Yeah. My honorable mention for garbage is Poison Ivy, because I feel like she's a tree hugger that's gone bananas. Mm. Uh-huh. So I don't really like her. But this her. is not a garbage for Uma Thurman. No, I think Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman is a queen and I adore her. But my real garbage, my true garbage of Batman villains. And this is, I mean, it was hard for me, but it was also like a real quick, like, yeah, this is who it is for the reasons mm. I'm going to list. But my garbage is the Penguin. Mm. And uh, his real name is super rad. His real name is Oswald Chesterfield Cobblepot, which is super dope. And I'm so sad he's my garbage villain because it's a great name. Anyway, the Penguin is a Gotham City mobster who fancies himself as, quote, the gentleman of crime. He's most often seen wearing a monocle, a top hat, and a tuxedo while carrying his signature umbrella. The character appears most times as a short, obese man with a long nose. Penguin uses high-tech umbrellas as different tools. His umbrellas have been used as guns, gas guns, swords, and knives, and a mini helicopter, and a lot of other unconventional tools. So, 
Unlike most of Batman's rogues gallery, the Penguin is completely sane. So unlike Two-Face, like, Penguin has all his faculties and is in full control of his actions, which gives him a unique relationship with Batman. And according, this is a fun fact, according to creator Bob Kane, the creator of Batman, the character was inspired by the advertising mascot of cool cigarettes in the 40s, which was a penguin with a top hat and a cane. (laughs) He saw that and was like, hey, he'd be a good Batman villain. Let's give him a story. No, you know, instead, it's like them shoved in like an itty bitty room, like <laughs> trying to like meet a quota. And the one we need of them another smoking, villain. And they're like, oh, that guy could be a villain. Write it. Write it down. Let's <laughs> what go. What should we call him? Let's call him Penguin. What's, cool. what's, what's his name? Give me all of your grandpa's names. Oswald. Got it. Chester. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so things I can appreciate about Penguin. He embraced the nickname that was given to him and reclaimed it as his own. I think that that was really a smart move for him instead of trying to like overcome that. He just embraced it and he's super smart. Okay. I can appreciate those things about Penguin. Why he is terrible and is a garbage villain. Gentleman of crime is the lamest thing I've ever heard in my life because that either means you don't have what it takes to be the best bad guy and you're using that as an excuse or you're trying to act like you're morally superior to other bad guys. And that's cringy and not self-aware. And that's not going to make you any villain friends. And you got to have a circle of villain friends if you're going to be successful. I don't know. Gentlemen of crime, that strikes a level of fear in my heart like none other. Does it? Because he's a short, rotund man with a monocle and top hat. I know. you probably just kick the monocle out of his eye and then he'd be... I feel like a... All you'd have to do is get him slightly off balance and you'd yeah. be fine. Yep. Yes. <gasps> Don't talk about Danny DeVito like that. Batman by Tim Burton is perfect. Okay. Anyway, mm. he, uh, Penguin is pretentious, but undeservedly so. And, and like he has this air about him that's just ridiculous. Like he thinks he's better than everybody else and it's stupid because he's not. He's mainly a villain. This is the part that I really don't. I struggle with. He's mainly a villain because of physical deformities. That doesn't feel great. Because he looks weird, so then people made fun of him, so he becomes a bad guy because of that. Like, yeah, because there's other, it depends on the origin stories that you go with, obviously, and there's a million with comic book characters, which is understandably difficult for people to get into comics because there's so many different things, and they're doing the new 52 and whatever. So, but in some of these universes, Penguin is super wealthy, which I think if you're super wealthy and you're physically deformed, what do you care What do you care Mm. if people are like, okay, Penguin? He's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go to Bermuda on my yacht. Peace. Like, I don't know. I I don't. He doesn't make sense to me. His story doesn't make sense to me. So he needs to do better or be better. And he's just not enough to be worthy of Batman, which is why he's garbage. Yep. All right. All right. So who is the best villain? The gold, the goldest of the gold Batman villain. The the gold Batman villain. I do have an honorable mention to Bane, specifically yeah. Bane in uh, the Nolan movies yeah. played by Tom Hardy. Bane's He's amazing. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was Tom also, Hardy. my God, he was also in Batman Forever. I forgot about that. He was Poison Ivy's like henchman. Oh, my God. It's so, yeah. it's so like they ruined every villain. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because Bane is super good. No, Bane is super good. (laughs) And they they minimized him to this brute. And it's very frustrating. Mm. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Are you better now? No. Go ahead. Yep. I'll I'll push. I'll push through. Um, so my gold Batman villain, and this is, I did a ton of research and, um, my assumption, uh, I feel like was supported by the internet in that (laughs) the gold Batman villain is the Joker. Uh-huh. The Joker was the villain in the very first Batman comic in 1940. 
Mm-hmm. Like specific to Batman, yeah. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And the Joker is the subject of some of the most beloved Batman comic books of all time, according to Goliath.com, including yep. The Killing Joke, The Dark Knight Returns, and A yep. Death in the Family, where the Joker actually kills the Jason Todd version of Robin. And yep. apparently very violent, very, yep. it's a very traumatic, dramatic yep. um, thing. So, um, the Joker has risen to great prominence and has been uh, adapted in a lot of different movies. Um, so specifically, I want to point out the portrayal by Jack Nicholson of mm-hmm. the Joker. Mm-hmm. And then really, we're going to lift up the Heath Ledger portrayal of the Joker mm-hmm. as kind of prime. So the Joker is a insane clown his origins are really not clear which is a big part of yes. why he's amazing yeah mm-hmm. yes exactly and and i have not seen the joker movie the the i have not seen the joaquin, joaquin phoenix, phoenix. um and i feel like that gives you more backstory and i think one of the things and we'll get into that in a little bit of why the joker is gold is you have no idea why right. yep. like he's just insane and he will do anything he mm-hmm. will do anything to get to batman he will do anything to terrorize people and mm-hmm. you don't know why he's mm-hmm. just bad every time he's portrayed he's portrayed slightly differently but mm-hmm. still there is just this menacing thing about him that is is super creepy who is Mark Zambrano on ScreenRant.com said, as far as totally insane, purple-suited, grinning madmen go, the Joker can do it all and proves that even the most righteous of superheroes can have one very bad day, mm-hmm. particularly if it means breaking his own neck or having his heart ripped out by Superman. And Mark does say, not only the greatest of Batman's enemies, the Joker is arguably the greatest villain and one of the greatest fictional characters of all times in any medium Ever. But here's some reasons why I think he's gold along with Mark. He's the OG villain. Like yeah. he really sets the stage. He is, um, OG. He's been around for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. The second reason why he's gold, he is unpredictable. He will mm-hmm. do anything. He's insane. And like, even when you watch the movie, sometimes you're like, I don't even know what he's doing. Like, I don't understand why he did that or that or that. And then it's like, Oh, okay. Everything is clear. As pointed out in the list of Batman villains found on Newsarama, the Joker, and this might be one of the main reasons why he's gold, the Joker is one step removed from Batman. Like, if Bruce Wayne had made one different decision, he could very easily be the Joker. Like, yeah. there, there is something about they are a good match for each other. Yes. Um, it, it, like a really nicely matched mm-hmm. pairing of, mm-hmm. of hero versus villain. Yeah. And then this is the last reason why I think it's gold. Um, there is a theory on the internet that playing the role of Joker has haunted the actors mm. who have portrayed him. Mm. Um, so you can find this on ladbibleandlooper.com. Um, Jack Nicholson, when he was told that Heath Ledger had died, his response was, well, I warned him. Mm. Some say he actually said, I warned, um, but it's still just this very cryptic kind of response to this very odd thing. And Jared Leto, um, when he portrayed the Joker for Suicide Squad, Mm -hmm. he decided to go super method and just stayed in character. And so that meant sending his castmates like 
dead pigs Mm -hmm. as presents. But really the one we can lift up the most is Heath Ledger got so deep into the Joker character um, that he was not sleeping more than two hours a night and ended up having to take sleeping medication to try to just recover from Mm -hmm. that experience. And that sleeping medication mixed with a couple other things is actually what led to his his accidental overdose, which Mm -hmm. did kill him in 2008, I want to say, at the age of 28. I just think there's something about if you really try to dissect this character and dig into it, it could really mess with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is why the Joker is... Is gold. He's so scary. If if you are interested, you probably aren't. But for anybody else listening <laughs> who would be interested, um, like the the most quintessential reading you can ever do on the Joker is the Killing Joke for sure. I have read it lots of times, and it's still haunting. Because I mean, per- first of all, it's a graphic novel comic, so it's like just visually very intense. But then, yeah, it's just. Ooh, it's a lot. And it also involves Barbara Gordon, who is Batgirl. And so there's just a lot of things that just feel really intense. Again, Batman the Animated Series, he's voiced by Mark Hamill, who does an amazing job. Mm-hmm. He has his silly moments, but then mm-hmm. you can tell when he's pushed too far and it mm-hmm. gets real scary real fast. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not a bipolar, but it's kind of that unpredictability. So like with yeah. Two-Face, the unpredictability comes to a coin toss, which yeah. is dumb. But with Joker, it's like you don't know where that line is because I don't know that he's no. fully aware of where that line is. But I do think you you hit on this a little bit and I'm just going to expand on it of why the Joker is so great is because the Joker, the only true thing we know about the Joker is that he wants to get to Batman. So he wants yeah to hurt batman he wants to reveal flaws in batman he wants to twist batman like that he has a personal vendetta against him because he wants to see him break but you don't know why right other than never know why Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like but i i think i like it better not knowing yeah, I just like sure. it better that this is this and that's definitely awful intentional. That's definitely yeah. intentional because they any yeah. I mean, and there have been some like alternate narratives where they've explained the Joker's origins or whatever. Joker's a good one. He's a classic choice. Thank you. He's a thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so Lisa, um, what is your gold villain choice? Yes, so I have a couple honorable mentions. Obviously, mm-hmm. my first is Clayface because he's such a tragic character. Mister Freeze, who again is one of the most tragic beautifully written villains that was ruined by batman forever i'm forever bitter about that and then hugo strange is kind of like the classic mad scientist doctor at the insane asylum who just like it's so cliche but it is so terrifying but my gold my gold is gold (sighs) my favorite is raz al ghul okay tell (laughs) us more i can't wait so he was in in modern culture he was in um he was in the first of the christopher nolan batmans which would be mm. batman begins raja ghoul in arabic means the head of the ghoul or the chief demon which is super rad he's most notable as the leader of the league of assassins and uh he is the son of sensei that's his dad's name, Sensei. The father of Talia Agul, which is like an on-again, off-again girlfriend for Batman. Then stories about Raz Agul often involve the Lazarus pits, which restore life to the dying, which is why Raz Agul has been alive for centuries. 
He Mm -hmm. fought in, like, the French Revolution. He's been around for a very long time because he has, like, a fountain of youth, basically, that he goes and takes baths in. So Mm -hmm. um, they have considerably prolonged his life, which makes him particularly dangerous as he's been able to hone his combat skills for centuries. And he has all this knowledge, like, just for hundreds of years. IGN lists him as the number seven in the top 100 comic book villains of all time. He, a little more backstory on Raj Agul, he's an international criminal and terrorist mastermind whose ultimate goal is a world in perfect environmental balance. And he believes that the best way to achieve this is to eliminate most of humanity. Oh, I'm sorry. Does that sound like Infinity War to you? Because Batman did it first. So we're clear. Roz tr- usually tries to assault the world's human populace with a biological weapon, such as a genetically engineered virus. He's aided in this quest by the Lazarus Pits, which I discussed before. He regards Batman as his worthiest opponent, and he usually refers to Batman as detective out of respect for his intellectual brilliance. And he often tries to get Batman to succeed him in what he's doing. And Batman's like, nah, fam, because I'll get to that. Um, he's one of the few criminals in Batman's rogues gallery to have deduced who Batman Batman is so he knows Batman is Bruce Wayne but he keeps silent on the matter due to the same sense of respect so most of the battles they have are intellectual as opposed to Batman's traditional physical conflict because they're both very brilliant people so why Raja Ghoul is the best he has a purpose so I would say a, a villain with a purpose to destroy half the world's population is more terrifying to me <laughs> than a villain who I don't know what he's trying to do he's trying to destroy half the world And he's been around for centuries to know that it's the right thing to do. And that scares me. Um, It's not personal with Batman or even directly with Gotham. Like, so a lot of what Raja Ghul does does not involve Gotham City. It will involve Batman because he sees him as an intellectual equal and he knows that Batman can stop him. So that's how Batman gets involved. But it's not Gotham centric. Again, this is Thanos before Thanos was Thanos. So sit down, Marvel. Uh, He fought in the French Revolution and the Napoleonic Wars. And then he saw how the world was becoming modern and industrialized. And that's when he started hating humans and believed they were destroying the natural beauty of the earth. And he wanted to set all the things right, which like, okay, now listen. I don't think we need to kill off half the population. But I couldn't say if I were alive in the French Revolution and I watched the moderniza- modernization and industrialization of the world and saw people get progressively worse over centuries, mm-hmm. I can I can feel that. I bet he hates Twitter. I bet he hates everything. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. bet. He's like the oldest old man on the planet. <laughs> he just hates, because he literally is, and he hates everything. You all think you want the Fountain of Youth? Like, you think you want it. But, no, why? Uh, here's what happens when you get the Fountain of Youth is... You are the worst for a real long time, and you have to yes. see it all. You see it all, and you, you think you can all. fix it, and you don't know when to give up because you can just keep staying young. You don't have to, you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about your plans not coming to fruition because you can try again. You can mm-hmm. try again as long as you want because you have your Lazarus Pits to go back to. Okay. Lazarus Pits would be a good band name. Yeah, I bet there, there's got to be a few band names called Lazarus Pits, if I'm honest. There's got to be. And then in Batman Begins, they paint Roz as a mentor slash sensei to Batman, which I think is a really cool aspect that Nolan took on. So that's unique to that film. Yeah. That's not in any of the comics or anything. But it's a really cool twist as they're, again, kind of two sides of that of a same coin is they're intellectual yeah. equals. But Roz wants to burn everything because he feels like people are trash. Batman wants to save everybody and thinks that we can change. So they're that's right. why they're at odds, because Batman is on a fight to say 
people are good and they can yeah. do good. And Roz is like, listen, I have seen it and I know that people are trash. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, and like, I think it makes a scarier villain, a villain that knows you and taught you and then, but won't, yes. can't like stay on the same page as you or yes. you can't stay on the same page as them. There's mm-hmm. something like just really tragic in that kind yes. of relationship that yeah. is beautifully played by Liam Neeson. And they did Christian an amazing Bale. job. Yeah. yeah. Well, because there's for sure they they plant those seeds of like father figure in there too. Oh, because totally. of course Bruce Wayne doesn't have parents because they were murdered. But um, so they they kind of wait. Sow those Bruce seeds. Wayne's parents were murdered. <laughs> that is brand new what? information. <laughs> so. Oh, God, mm. Raja Ghul is just the best. And again, he doesn't have a, I mean, I guess the Lazarus Pits is like a superpower just because he can stay alive forever. But he doesn't have like, I don't know, super strength or anything. Like he's mm. he's just a smart man who found a secret to stay alive forever. And I think he regrets it. And he's angry. So yeah. I love Batman. I love Batman villains. Everything about Wait, him makes me really happy. You love Batman? And Bruce Wayne's parents were murdered. So many news waves, like so shocking waves Take of notes. news happening Take during this record. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right, Lindsay. Ooh, hit us with the recap and tell our listeners how they can vote for us this week. You all can go and vote for our garbage choices. My garbage choice of Tommy Lee Jones's portrayal of Two-Face in the movie Batman Forever and Lisa's garbage choice of Penguin using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can vote for our gold choices. My gold choice of the Joker in general because he's the best. And Lisa's gold choice of Raja Ghoul uh-huh. using the hashtags... <laughs> Lindsay Gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Yeah, please do that because we like to hear what you guys think and we like chatting with you about your choices. So get up in our feeds. Tell us your feels. We will share the poll results as well as our favorite listener comments on our next episode. And if you haven't done so already, we would really appreciate it if you could head on over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe. And if you want more of us, you can hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash garbagegoldpod. We already have a ton of bonus episodes. We have coverage of season one of The Masked Singer. Season two of The Masked Singer is going to come up soon, which makes me sweaty. Um, we just recorded a bonus episode about Harry Potter houses. So it's it's fun stuff over there. And it's like two bucks or five bucks a month, depending on what you want to give us. And it's it's fun. It's a fun place to be. Lisa, I think signing up for Patreon just to hear my thoughts on the Harry Potter houses is probably <laughs> worth the money because I it's have worth some five bucks for sure. <laughs> for for sure. sure. Yeah, no, it was it was quite good. We did that record before this one, and it was fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. If you enjoy us, or even if you don't, please recommend us to a friend, (laughs) because everyone loves a good podcast recommendation. And then join us next week when we deliberate the garbage and gold of St. Patrick's Day. Oh, buckle up. Wow. It's not going to be any Harry Potter houses, Batman villains. I was going to say, this is going to be your Batman villains, apparently. I know. Maybe I should do the research. That'd be great. Do the research. I'm like, I'm I'm largely indifferent to St. Patrick's Day, I guess. So it's fine. <laughs> I will do the research. I will do the research. Do it. Fantastic. <sighs> okay. I'm very excited. Yeah. My goal of St. Patrick's Day is going to be Krampus, just so you know. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't tell you this, but I will be superly, super easily baited on St. Patrick's Day because I have strong that. feelings. I can't wait. 
I know. I shouldn't have told you that. Look at that face of yours. I can't wait. Getting nervous. Should be. Mm, so, yeah, that's it. Okay. Mm. All right. I think that does it for us. That does. All right. Thanks for listening. Catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.